0: Hello everybody, got a little melodic here, um, I'm, I'm fresh back from a run about five minutes ago and I'm just, you know, energized and just hyped, but anyway, I wanted to record my intro for this episode, and uh, here we are, welcome to Blast from the Cast, the show where we talk about anything and everything Disney. My name is Mike Scrimma. I'm your host, and i like to think you're a friend. Hopefully you feel the same way, hopefully it's not a one-sided sort of situation, but anyway um thank you for tuning in and listening do they still say tuning in i don't know i feel like that may be a radio term but it works thank you for you know clicking on this video on your phone mac pc whatever tv maybe i don't know sometimes i do that okay well this is going off the rails in today's episode we are talking to once again my pal matt and we are talking about um you know small disney details that we really enjoy uh, we know quite a few of them if you haven't learned by now and we will likely talk about them some more if you like this kind of episode um, we also share just kind of some backstage behind the scenes stories as well um, so i hope you enjoy this episode of blast from the cast roll it
1: What's the first what's the first thing you can find? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's start. your podcast.
0: Um yeah. I am the host. I am the host. You're right. Hello. I'm your host, Mike <laughs> Scrima. How you doing? Um, so yes. One of my favorite, and we kind of teased it on the first time we chatted, Matt. Uh favorite little maybe it's not little known anymore, but just a little detail, let's say, right, at the parks is the no See green.
1: Oh, yes. I didn't know if he had anything to add to that. <laughs> no see <him> green <laughs> it's, For those of you that don't know, it's went, the color they uh-huh. paint things. So when you're looking down across a landscape, you don't see that color. Or in the case of where I used to work at Haunted Mansion, yeah. the bottom half of the building is painted no see him green The top half of the building is painted be-gone blue. Because when you're looking from the back of Fantasyland, you can see the top of the building, Haunted Mansion, and then you just don't see it. You look right past it.
0: Really? I actually didn't know that.
1: There's go you go away
0: something, Matt.
1: There's go away green, there's no them green, and there's begone blue. Everything at Hollywood Studios is painted begone blue. Or if you've seen the new uh Guardians of the Galaxy show building, it's all three of those colors stacked up on top of each other. I have not. Well Really? Yeah, it's cool.
0: Hmm. I think the best example well, I guess most relatable example right most people have seen this if they've been to to disney is when you first go through the i guess you can't really call them turnstiles anymore but the entrance point um right where the kind of flower bed with mickey and stuff like that is that Mm -hmm. railing right that's no no cm green right there you don't really notice it hence
1: (laughs) so you see right into the flower bed right through the (laughs) it's there through the railing yeah
0: It's almost as if it's invisible.
1: One of my favorite things that... Anyway,
0: I always love that.
1: The facts that you don't see, the things that you don't see. I I really like the history of Disney. And Uh the way they hide their old attractions into their new attractions is something that I just always really jive with. Like, I really appreciate it. It's really cool. So, like... Okay, let's find the best example of an attraction where you can see the old attraction in it. One of the easiest ones that you can spot is in Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. At one point throughout the ride, after you pass the Zerg ship, you go into a big room that's a dome. And that dome was from Delta Dream Flight uh, that was there before it. And then before that, it was another airline-themed attraction So it it called If You Had Wings. So Uh it was you flying Uh like you were on a plane. But you can tell that that screen is still there and they still use
0: it in the new ride wow okay you're bringing the heat today i'm bringing like softball ones and you're, you're, you're bringing like, wow.
1: railing okay and i got All them right. hidden gems you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> okay well i'm about to hit you with one okay this it, by the way this already sounds like right? a okay. competition like when we first met where it's like okay i i hear you but i'm gonna you know add another one on there so okay um My favorite one to point out when I would train people on Main Street was the uh, windows on Main Street, right? So those of you that don't know, right, the windows on Main Street that I just had the weirdest throat fart. (laughs) I said fart, but I meant burp. (laughs) Um, Anyway, for those of you that don't know, the windows on Main Street will have like references to Disney Imagineers and things like that. But in certain spots, it'll actually, and this is in Disney World, I don't know if Disneyland has this, but at Disney World on Main Street, um, it'll reference the names of the fake companies that were created to buy the land for Disney World. I don't remember specific names right now, but it was really cool to point those out. Um, when you're standing kind of in the middle area of the Emporium, where it kind of is opened up, if you look up into the left, um, kind of where that, yeah, but sure, I guess that's a better way to put it. Coming from the guy that worked on that. Um, But, you know, uh, it's been a while. Okay. Um, if you look at some of the, uh, the windows from that direction, looking at the other side of Main Street, a lot of those are going to be the old companies. So the fake companies, if you will.
1: Up next, we're going to move into, back into Liberty Square, back into my territory over there and eventually on Liberty Square. When you get into Liberty Square, you're walking straight down. We're going to hit two points here. As you're walking across the Liberty the Liberty Bridge, you look forward, you'll see the Liberty, the Liberty Bell Riverboat Landing. The riverboat landing is shaped exactly like Big Thunder Mountain because it lines up perfectly what? with the peak of Big Thunder Mountain. You can't see straight over Tom Sawyer's Island into Frontierland.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Once okay. you once you see it the first time, you never unsee it. But as we're walking into Liberty Square while we're here, you'll see on your left. Uh-huh you see the Liberty tree and past the Liberty tree on your left. You see the Liberty bell and that Liberty bell is really cool because for the centennial bicentennial celebration that the United Mm -hmm. States had, they made uh, 50 copies of the Liberty bell from the original casting that the Liberty bell was made from in in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. every state, got a copy of the Liberty Bell, one of those, and it got put into each one of the state's courthouses. But Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania didn't get a second Liberty Bell. They sent their Liberty Bell to Liberty Square in Walt Disney World in Orlando. So that is a real copy of the Liberty Bell that was supposed to be put into the courthouse. Yeah, so now Florida has two, one in Tallahassee and one here in Magic Kingdom
0: whoa that's a tasty fact my guy
1: that was a tasty fact did you know that
0: one mike scrimmage nice little fact no i did not did, okay whenever i think of oh, liberty wow. square one one i think that yeah. it's not as good as uh um new orleans square but i digress new orleans. um uh, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean i'm just i mean it just it's better it's better no i mean they're completely different things right is it but though in
1: yeah what in terms of New Orleans Square is fantastic. Liberty Square, I think I'm jaded because I worked there for so long. I yeah. think Liberty Square is pretty cool, too. I can tell you so many little facts cool. about Liberty Square. It's, it's
0: okay. cool. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not cool. However, if we're saying, if we're taking two, I don't know, I guess they're two very different lands. I just prefer one over the other. Simple as that. But they're both very cool liberty square though i guess probably you know why i don't love it as much is because it literally has poop running through uh the entire land
1: but
0: that's detail that's detail that detail i don't know if they needed to have it's pretty cool
1: but yeah there's a lot of hidden things. should we explain (laughs) no we're just gonna leave it right there no go ahead and explain what do you mean
0: that's where the septic drain yeah no um well, you you probably can explain it better because I only know like the basic definition of it.
1: um in the time period of the <laughs> in the time period of Liberty Square, they didn't have indoor plumbing, so they would take your their chamber pots and dump them out the window. The two roads were on a angle, so the all the chamber pot stuff can go right down the middle into that stream. So now if you're walking down the road, that's why the streets are beveled as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So again, they didn't have to put the <laughs> detail <laughs> in there, but Imagineers, <laughs> you know, we they, they, we go, go for the cool. gusto. I said we, like I'm an Imagineer, but I wish. That'd be cool. I wish. Um you find your poop stream. Okay.
1: What? Like that someone was like, we're going to do this. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: that could have been your
1: (laughs) anyways man
0: what a what a thing to put on my resume okay so let me ask you this matt yeah um i don't know why i said your name like i was mad at you it's okay (laughs) matt um okay so if you are on main street right you notice hey all these buildings have forced perspective except for one do you know which one that is
1: no i don't know mike can you tell me are you, what, like do you not really
0: know? Are you, are you are you setting me up? No,
1: I I would like. I well, this is a podcast. Oh, I can tell. I have to set you up so you can you know hit it out of the park. But
0: that's true. No, go ahead and yeah.
1: tell. <laughs> yeah, I want to know why. <laughs> well, tell oh, me boy, which building and why.
0: Well, I'm so glad you asked. So the one building on Main Street that does not use forced perspective, and okay, well, let me first explain what forced perspective is for those of you that don't know. Essentially what it is is making objects look taller than they actually are so the castle is a primary example right as you go up right the base of it is going to be bigger than the middle of it right so that if you look at like the spires is that what you call them spires yeah. sure um those are going to be seeming like they're getting larger as you go up right but they're actually getting smaller because the castle can't exceed a certain height because then if it does by florida law you got to put a blinky light on it for planes and helicopters so that's a no-go for disney so ergo forced perspective is is used there so it see it is still big but it seems a lot bigger uh, than it actually is anyway so that's used all throughout disney both disneyland disney world everywhere right forced perspective but on main street right one building that does not use that is the Town Square Theater, the one where you can meet Mickey and, and stuff like that and get your hat embroidered, all that fun stuff. Um, reason being is that it actually blocks the view of the Contemporary Resort. So if you're using forced perspective, perspective, it's actually shorter, but they didn't do that because they wanted to block the Contemporary Resort from being seen when you're in the parks so that's why it's just a regular style building um big giveaway too on main street is look at the windows when you're standing there next time look at the windows you'll it'd be pretty obvious that they're small (laughs) i know this i know this matt because i would go up into the top level of of main street backstage and there'd be conference rooms and stuff like that back there i hope that doesn't ruin the magic but it's true there is some, and I would train people back in there and there'd be this little door. Actually, it was like my favorite thing to do. There's this little door and it was almost like you're in the attic. Like I'd open this door and I show my trainees. I'm like, you know what that is? Cause it was, there'd be like a lamp. Like you open the door, it's like two feet away, a yeah. lamp and then a window. And I'm like, look carefully. <laughs> Cause that's main street. Like you're it, those windows are just like, there's not much separating that and backstage it's pretty crazy but i always love just going out there up there and just like looking out for a second like ooh, ooh. i'm up here <laughs> yeah. you're down there ooh. so anyway that's my main street rant for forced perspective thank you that's for attending my step. talk so okay you're up buttercup can i yeah. call you buttercup
1: <laughs> you know you can me whatever you want that's fine but that's that's something really cool to think about the, the windows and everything when we used to have meetings up there you could hear the trolley shows going on back when those were a thing yeah you could hear oh, yeah. the trolley shows going on and that was always pretty fun
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and like i trained a lot as i talk about in one of my episodes of my disney story if you haven't listened to that check that one out but uh, i talk about training and uh it happened a lot of that happened around the parties for the holidays so christmas and uh, Halloween specific specifically. Uh So, um, yeah, I would hear that all the time. I'd be up in those rooms, like giving people their like quizzes and stuff like that for their last day of training. And then you just start hearing, um, boo to you and stuff like that just outside the door. So cool. So cool. The things we've done, the things we've done,
1: the things we've done. Also, when we're talking about training, cool places to train, Tomorrowland has the best training room, I think, out of all of them. Tomorrowland oh, yeah. sits above the Speedway track, like in the little window, like the stands. And so you look out uh-huh. and it's beautiful. Like you see Space Mountain in the background. I guess now you can see Tron, but you see the track and everything oh, yeah. there. in Liberty Squares, we had two because the first one got taken over. The first one was about... The size of our old kitchen, so it was probably like 15 by like 10, 15 uh-huh. by eight, very small little rectangle. and it is where uh-huh. they now do the great moments in of American history with the Muppets in Liberty Square. Mm. It was those okay. windows that's where it was. And when the Muppets took over and they used us mm-hmm. as like the people that they needed for crowd control for Muppets, they used that as the break room and that's where they performed. They moved us on top of the Diamond Horseshoe, which was kind of cool because you could look out and you would see if you looked close enough, you could see skippers and pirates and maids and butlers from Mansion walking up the side of the building onto the top of the Diamond Horseshoe, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not as good as Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland's are sweet, And then Tower of Terrors is on a whole new level because the people that Ooh, work at yeah. Tower of Terror designed mm-hmm. it to make it look cool. But there was no air conditioning. Uh,
0: yeah, there. I've seen that one. Yeah, that was really cool. Fun. Uh, that's my favorite tour I did, I think. I mean, Haunted Mansion was great, but Tower of Terror, the amount of story that's just behind that. I know it's like Twilight Zone. Yeah, It's a huge part of the story, but it's just incredible. Like, all the details that are things that guests will never see because they are backstage. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have to do that, but it adds so much to the just theming and, and the story itself, and it really helps the cast members get immersed, too. But anyway continue what what what's what do you got next for us matt
1: i'm trying to think of where i was going next Mm. oh
0: so just before we started recording we were talking about everest right oh yeah you told me about this really cool thing
1: oh yeah when i didn't know this until a couple weeks ago my one of my best friends worked at everest for years and we were walking through the queue and inside the queue you're going into a room where they have a whole bunch of shirts hanging from the ceiling on the top, right? First off, those are the shirts they used to wear at Cali river rapids when the ride first opened. But then he pulled Mm. out his flashlight and he looked in the back of one of these little cabinets and there is a tiny Yeti plush from when the ride opened wearing Mickey ears. And I thought that was so So cool. cool. Like it's just hidden. Like no one would see it. It's dark in there, but exactly that queue has so many hidden things as well. Because like when you go in, if you mm-hmm. ring all the bells in order, it plays It's a Small World. But I'm not sure if... They... Yes,
0: I did, know that. Yeah, I did know that.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if they took the things out of the bells to make them not make noise right now because of everything going on. But if you find yourself in the Everest queue, oh, yeah. go ahead and slap them in order and see what happens.
0: Slap those bells.
1: But uh, When you're getting on Everest as well, the train pulls into the station and you can see smoke come out of the back of the train. That's really cool because if you look close, the smoke comes from inside the track. And so when the train goes over the hole where the smoke comes over, it goes straight up through the steam engine on the back of the train, Oh. which I always thought was super cool.
0: Interesting. Yeah. That's a hidden gem details. that people don't
1: usually see. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the cool. all the bags that are hanging at load and as you're walking towards Cal River Rapids, all the bags there, they're all from Everest mm-hmm. because Everest is one of the most polluted places on the planet because as you go up, they just start dropping all their bags as they're going up. So you yep. have to carry stuff. Yep. So the Imagineers mm-hmm. went there, scooped them all up, brought them here and hung yep. them in the queue.
0: So cool. So one of the first tours that I ever did was, I think it was my first tour. Yeah. Uh, was Everest. And that was, I mean, I know I just said that Tower of Terror was my favorite one, but that one was all, they were all cool. Let's be real. And I remember a lot of those little things that you're just saying, like the, the bells and, Um, the gear and all that stuff, just like the amount of, for especially for that ride, the amount of thought and everything that goes into like even just the queue to set up the story Mm -hmm. is insane. And a lot of times people miss it because they're either doing fast pass or they're just, I don't know, on their phones chatting with their friends and stuff like that in the actual queue. And so next time you go through that queue, I encourage you all to just like pay attention to what you're seeing because it is telling you a story leading up to actually getting on the attraction which is cool and they're doing that a lot more i think that back then what was that like 2000 2008 or
1: five i think 2008 it? it opened yeah
0: no because i wrote it in 2007
1: okay then it opened 2006 was it 2000 <laughs> it was one of the ones that it was either six or eight
0: i'll fact check it and then uh i'll tell them Uh, at the end here but or you can fact check it now but uh i think that you know at the time that was one of the only attractions in my in my mind right that did something like that where like the queue is so much of the story and it you needed that queue in order to really you know experience the whole attraction oh for sure you know because like a lot of old disney attractions very you just think about fantasyland for example right where it's just like, yeah, just walk in there and there's Peter Pan. Uh (laughs) You're like, okay, that's fine. But now it's so much more a part of the story. And obviously they're more like interactive and stuff like that now too and and all that. But I think that was one of the first ones, at least that I remember, that really did something special with the queue.
1: Especially because that ride is just a roller coaster. They didn't have to do any of that. But because they wanted it to be that themed, like it's pretty interesting to at Mm -hmm. least think about and see yeah
0: it's also interesting that that ride itself is three separate structures and you wouldn't really pick up on that right if you're just looking at it you're like okay it's a roller coaster but the correct me if i'm wrong but the mountain itself that's one structure then you got the roller coaster that's a whole Mm -hmm. other one and then the yeti is its own own structure right yeah it's just Still got it. <laughs> you
1: still got it years That's, later. Here you go. He
0: still got it, folks. You know, but, and like, I, I mean, I wrote Everest, by the way, side note, when the Yeti would like still like swing at you. 2006, it it opened. Yeti. 2008
1: was when they stopped. Yeah.
0: Really? So I barely got it.
1: 2008 is when, when they turned it off.
0: Do you know why it
1: stopped swinging? What? I, possibly. Why? Why did it stop swinging?
0: to my knowledge, and they, this may just be like, you know, rumor or whatever, but... The world, um, is,
1: yeah.
0: Was that when he was swinging his arm, it had like as much force as like a jet engine taking off or something like that to where it was actually <laughs> the since it is three separate structures, it was actually like, I think, was it like banging against either the coaster itself or the mountain itself and like actually breaking it in other words right
1: but like breaking the foundation of the yeti like there's there's big cracks and they tried to That's come in and right. refill it with cement and it cracked again i'm pretty sure yeah because if it was i'm so remembering powerful. the same tour you went on yeah yeah but it's really yeah, cool thing about animatronics yeah. that way because people say the uh the mr potato head animatronic in toy story land mm-hmm. if you walked up to him when he moved his arm he could throw you through the wall so you really don't think how strong those animatronics are,
0: dude? Have you ever been back there where they do the stuff for Mister Potato Head?
1: I haven't. I've heard about it Ooh, from a lot of people, I but I can just imagine. What's it like? What's it looking like?
0: I so I got. It's not as ex- spectacular as you'd think. Like basically, imagine like a, a few iPads, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's about it. Like is you that have what your it screens is? and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you go back there. And there's the screens that show you basically what Mr. Potato Head's seeing. And I was mm-hmm. there, obviously, before the park opened for a tour. And I got to, like, um, use the responses to for the people coming in. So, basically, somebody's sitting back there. And they're looking at all the people coming in and stuff like that. And they have a couple iPads or, or whatever they are um, yeah. that just have these, like, kind of canned responses. And so, if you see a birthday button, you'll say "Happy birthday" and 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 yada yada. So, it's really cool. And you, but it's like, it's just interesting. So I got to like play around with it for a couple of minutes and just like hit that. And then you'd see from his perspective, him like moving his arms and saying it. It was so crazy so cool
1: that is cool i've been backstage at monsters inc laugh floor and it's very similar it's someone oh, yeah. sitting there with a playstation 2 remote and two ipads or two touch PS Two, and then they playstation 2 because that's when it was wow. playstation 3 wasn't out yet when they built it, it was it's like a playstation remote <laughs> and some
0: We're on the verge of ps5 and then they have a microphone monsters, inc. yeah yeah
1: and then they have their own responses too which is super cool i but crazy yeah, to think about. I'd like, I wonder how Turtle Talk with Crushed works.
0: Sim- I think in a similar way, right?
1: I would assume it's, so. I think it's but the same tech. Just, I don't know.
0: It's, it's really cool technology either way. Like, especially back when the PS2 came out. Like, way ahead yeah. of its time. Way ahead of its time. Because it has to sync up, more or less, right, to the person talking in real time, the animation. So mm-hmm. that's cool. For sure. Hmm. Well, what else you got for us, Matt?
1: Oh, let's see what we got here. What park? Name a park for me, Mike, and I'll throw you a, a tasty one.
0: Ooh, boy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Epcot.
1: Okay. So first off, we're going to go over to Soren because one of my favorite things ever mm-hmm. that you used to be able to do with Soren is bring a golf ball with you in your pocket. So when they would hit the golf ball at the screen, it would shoot over your right shoulder and uh-huh. you go, Oh, I got it. So you'd catch the golf ball yeah. and give it to them. That's that my own hidden one. You use that how you like. <laughs> I had a whole, Incredible. I had a kid when you went to Incredible. Mickey's Philhar Magic, I'd bring a fork because the forks would fly at you and I'd catch the fork and hand it to whoever it was next to. Or like what at a the puppets, you can get these like, hard bubbles so it looks like a bubble but it's like a hard like a ceramic ball yeah yeah bubble well yeah
0: okay but the backstory here they don't know that you like actually do like magic and, and <laughs> you love it so they, they don't you know so
1: you just have random Oddly stuff enough, in your pockets you
0: worked at magic king yeah <laughs> you worked at magic kingdom but you also like do like sleight of hand magic
1: for sure yeah anyways um Hidden things at Epcot. So, at Epcot. at Epcot. Okay. When one of my favorite hidden things that you can find on spaceship Earth is not even when you get on the ride. When you're walking up to get on the ride, there's a giant portrait, like a giant, giant picture hanging on the wall. And in the number, hidden on the number, there's a number three, but the number three is black when the rest of the letters are red. So it looks like a Mickey. Super, super Ooh. hidden Mickey right there as a hidden thing that nobody wow. sees. Okay. but
0: I didn't realize we were, we're, we're going talking, the hidden Mickey route. Oh,
1: well, do you want me to go hidden? We don't have to I go mean, hidden I, Mickey. I, we can we jump could to a
0: whole other let's, let's keep that for another episode.
1: Okay, okay. We'll hide that one. So we're on Spaceship Earth. On Spaceship Earth, you're riding through time, right? That's the whole thing. Uh-huh. And you get to the Renaissance. Uh-huh. On the right side, there's a dad and a daughter playing instruments. And if you look close, Mm -hmm. it's the dad and the daughter from the Carousel of Progress.
0: Yes. Okay. I forgot about that until now. And I swear I'm not just going to be like, oh, yeah, I knew that one because I did the tour. But I did do the tour of Spaceship Earth. I actually did that one. I remember this Mm -hmm. because it was a horrible, like, horrible storm. It might have been a tropical storm. And probably I was, was a like getting there because, yeah, whatever. But I remember being like at the top of um Spaceship Earth, and like the thunder was like rumbling Spaceship Earth, it was crazy. But I do That's okay, crazy. so sorry, I hijacked that. But so they're the characters themselves from obviously they're dressed differently and stuff like that, but from Carousel of Progress,
1: yeah, along with a bunch of other characters that are in there. If you look close, because whenever. Because fast forward to when I worked at the Hall of Presidents, we find out that every time there's an election, they make both of the candidates, and one of them goes in the Mm -hmm. Hall of Presidents, and the other one goes somewhere else on property, usually in Spaceship Earth. So if you look close, you can see a lot of our past presidents.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: almost past candidates. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes past presidents. You never know.
0: Yeah. Look close for the John Kerry animatronic.
1: That's true. You can see, have you seen that John Kerry animatronic? Yeah, I have. <laughs> he's, he's sitting there um, on the stairs. Yeah.
0: Okay, this is not really a hidden thing, but it it scarred me. Um, when I did the tour for Spaceship Earth, the there's like this whole I don't know which scene or like point in time this is, I can't remember, but it's basically this like there's some stairs and stuff like that. And it's kind of just flat area. It it might've been like the Roman, I don't know, Roman time, but um, we're all sitting there to get our like group picture for the tour. Right. Mm -hmm. As the person that's taking, like the person that did the tour is taking our picture. They say, by the way, this is a really special spot for spaceship earth because somebody died right there. (laughs) <laughs> and i was like what wow. apparently apparently years and years ago uh a maintenance guy was there by himself like overnight working on spaceship earth and sadly he had a heart attack like went into cardiac arrest and died because he was the only one in there and they and wanted to see they wouldn't you, be able to get up there quick enough but
1: anyway, they wanted but, you guys to get a picture in that spot
0: yeah exactly that's what i was thinking i was like you set us up you set us up but whatever just every time i think of spaceship earth or write it since then i'm just like ooh, spooky
1: spooky
0: Spook- it is
1: yeah uh-huh. all right as we're talking to a couple here uh or as we're talking about a few other hidden things um uh-huh. i would like to move us back over to animal kingdom as we're going to animal <laughs> kingdom do you know Let's what go. attraction i'm gonna Let's go on to? the monorail let's go right now monorail don't take you there uh, so you gotta take a bus it's animal kingdom
0: oh you said animal kingdom
1: yeah where do you
0: <laughs> oh i heard magic kingdom <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> okay so we're going to wait you didn't
0: build a new monorail uh,
1: no we're going to animal kingdom so how okay. are we gonna get there mike we're gonna have to take a car we drive over to animal kingdom we're going Purpose. into dino land usa and you know what the headliner Ooh. attraction is in dino land usa
0: Ah, the primeval world.
1: Oh, primeval world. F- R.I.P. Primeval world. We're gonna move over to is dinosaur. Closed? It's closed permanently. Oh. So is the boneyard because of everything. So now it's Triceratops. Oh, wow. Triceratop spin, and dinosaur. They're the only two things open in Dino Land. Um, so where I'm going with this okay. is working attractions for so long, a lot of and of the AA figures break down, and when they have that. They go into a B-show mode. And my fav- one of my favorite B-show modes is going to be on dinosaur. Because mm-hmm. when you're on dinosaur and you notice that one animatronic isn't working, at every one of the Carnotauruses, if you look on the other side, there's an animatronic on a stick, like a head on a stick. What Every single time. It's not the full body. So like you know towards the end of the ride where the big Carnotaurus jumps out at you and it takes the picture. If you look uh-huh. to your left instead of the right, You will see another Carnotaurus head, and then a stick sticking out of the back, just to move (sighs) it forward and back.
0: Oh boy! Good
1: stuff. Another great B show animatronic is Elsa on the Frozen ride.
0: Uh huh.
1: When she goes into B show, because you know she sings "Let It Go" as your boat shifts from one track to the other track. I've never
0: been on it, but yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's just it's Maelstrom. Well, Maelstrom used to be. And you can tell that they didn't touch the track because the track still shakes like crazy the whole time. (laughs) So at one point, your ride goes forward. You see Elsa standing in front of you. The ride car shifts to the right, switches the track. Mm -hmm. She sings Let It Go and you get pushed backwards and you go backwards through the castle as she's singing Let It Go. If the animatronic Mm -hmm. doesn't work or if her face malfunctions, if one of her arms malfunctions, if something happens, she will just wave to the people. She'll wave to the left, then she'll wave to the right, then she'll wave to the really? left, and she'll just keep waving. She The audio will go that she's singing, and she'll just be waving to everybody. That's a good one, too. Really? Yeah. I've seen that happen. I've been evac'd off that ride three times.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: but I love getting evac'd off rides, though. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, yeah, yeah there's okay. a lot of cool so- things, stuff like that.
0: One I just thought of is a small thing, right? But in Haunted Mansion, which you know very well, mm-hmm. um, there's like those eyes that you see, right? The I don't know how to explain it. Like the eyes that light up and they're like, ooh, things are looking at they me. They blink. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those same eyes are used in a couple other attractions. Like I've seen it in, I think Big Thunder has them and Splash. Yes,
1: sir. Splash has yeah, them. Also so, Little Mermaid has them.
0: Yes. Okay. I was trying to think. I was like, no, there's another one. I remember mm-hmm. um walking through the haunted mansion though, and like one of the first spots where you can see those eyes, they're kind of like dangling and like bouncing. But what you <laughs> yeah. Aren't they just on like a piece of like um <laughs> what's what what's the word I'm looking for?
1: It's 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 a spring or a piece of metal inside, like, pipe insulation. Yeah. And so when you touch like, it looks this like a box pool on a... St- right? Yeah, it looks like yeah. a pool noodle. It's like pipe insulation. But when you touch it, yeah. it just swings left to right. Like, it's supposed to be some kind of yeah. fancy thing, but it's not. But, it's like but they you went can't to see Depot. it, you know, obviously. Yeah.
0: But that's, Okay, that might sound like we're bagging on, you know, Disney and stuff like that, or like, oh, they're cutting corners. But, like, they have always done a little with a lot, right? I mean, think back to Disneyland. Like they had to, the budget and everything, they had to basically make a miracle happen with a limited budget. And they still do those kind of things. Like if there's an easy way to do something and make it convincing, they're going to do it, you know? And and that's just one of the examples. And that's just like a testament to how, one, confident they are in their abilities, but two, just how genius they are. Because they're not going to like, go and develop this hugely expensive thing just to show eyes moving it's like okay well it could just be a spring with a pool noodle and it's dark and And you can't see it anyway
1: that specific show scene i know because i was a tour guide at mansion for years that show Mm -hmm. scene because it looks like that they built it that way with the leftover money they had from building the scene right before it uh with the corridor with the stairs going up and down um in all different ways it's themed after the winchester mystery house in san jose Mm -hmm. california but all the extra money that they used from that scene they used for the eyes and if you look at the eyes behind the wallpaper that blink it's the exact same thing Mm -hmm. except the wallpaper is a piece of acrylic so it's just Uh, mounted on the back
0: okay so i want to send you out with a quick lightning round on some disney favorites etc etc sound good
1: okay yeah sounds good to me
0: okay Okay, favorite Disney snack. Go, carrot cake cookie. Whoa. Okay, not not expecting that, but I did love that. Not expecting. Uh, do they still, like do they still have this? Do they still have
1: this? They, sure do. But you can only get it at the Starbucks location in the trolley okay. cat, the trolley car cafe. It used to be at the writer stop, and the writer stop went yes, away. Then they moved that... it
0: to. Oh, the writer stop. They
1: they moved it to. What was uh, villains in vogue, but then it got turned into real vogue. That first building on the right, yeah,
0: yeah. Before you go down yeah.
1: Sunset Boulevard,
0: in Hollywood Studios, yeah,
1: yeah. But the writer's stop, yeah,
0: writer's stop, man. That was my jam. Like it, nobody was, was ever we there. Were there all the time. It was, yeah, we were there all the time. It was right. Okay, it was right before Streets of America, and now it's Galaxy's Edge, things like that, right? But it was the coolest spot because literally, it was the coolest too. Great air conditioning in there, but nobody was ever there, and you could go in, and they had just, like, this area where, well, they obviously had snacks, like a carrot cake cookie, but where you could just, like, sit down and read a Disney book and stuff like that, and it was just, like, oh, it was so chill. It was, like, a little, like, Starbucks or Barnes & Noble, like, in the middle of Hollywood Studios.
1: It was the lobby, like, the waiting area for the sci-fi dining. I think now it got turned into the baseline tap house, the place where you can get your Your beer flights and stuff right on the uh what was the streets of America, which is now right. I can't think of the name of the street right now. The the street that leads you up to Galaxy's Edge. Grand Avenue. Oh, okay. That's what it's called.
0: If you had to ride one Disney attraction for the rest of your life at Disney World, all of Disney World, what would it be?
1: The Jungle Cruise.
0: Ooh, okay. Because
1: every time you ride the Jungle Cruise, it's different. You have a You can see different things. The weather for the ride changes the attraction. The time of day of the ride changes the attraction. You never know what you're okay. going to get.
0: Because if okay. I'm riding
1: that ride a hundred times, I'm only going to get the same skipper three, maybe four times in a row before they get mm-hmm. rotated out. And every time's a different time, right. depending on your audience. I'm going be really sweaty, though.
0: I like that. I'm a to be sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Favorite Disney movie? Mulan. Mulan, Mulan. I assume the the original.
1: The the original, not the new one. I did not pay thirty dollars to see it. You haven't seen it. Have you seen the new Mulan? Yeah. I'm gonna wait till November when it's free on Disney Plus.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't pay for it. I was over, you know, at a friend's house that oh. paid for it. But I I, I enjoyed it. A lot I really liked the first but...
1: Mulan. Um, I love okay. the character development. I love Mushu. I love all the songs, the characters, everything about Mulan is such a good movie. And it's one of the very few Disney animated movies that were made at Disney's Hollywood Studios here in Orlando.
0: That is true. That is true. Because Hollywood Studios Can you name actually another one? legit used to do uh, Lilo and Stitch. That's right.
1: Can you name the last one? Right. There were only three. Uh, uh,
0: um, I don't know. I'm going to say Chicken Little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was Brother Bear. <laughs> ah, Brother Bear. And then the I Just Wanna Be King scene from Lion King. And then mm-hmm. the characters. Nope, the Kill the Beast scene from Beauty and the Beast was one of the first wow. things that they made here. Interesting. Yes, there you go. All Hollywood Studios. Very interesting.
0: And now that's all torn out for Toy Story Land.
1: Yeah. And some of it's yeah. the uh, Star Wars Launch Bay. Pretty sure oh that's right yeah anyway what what a great question you had there mike well
0: oh you you asked
1: me what is my favorite hidden gem of a secret at any attraction at walt disney world what a great question i would have to say hold hold on hold on
0: okay okay you want to be like that
1: (laughs) i didn't know if you had this written down Is this a question
0: it is now okay so to round out this whole episode, lightning round, what is your favorite hidden gem at any Disney attraction at Disney World?
1: When you're walking into Space Mountain, walk into Space Mountain, you walk into the room, you see the ball pit underneath you, you get that 70s building smell. <laughs> you look over to the right, there's a giant picture that says Starport 75. Up to the right, mm-hmm. it has active Earth stations. So it has all the other earth stations if you look close it has starport 75 which is space mountain here at walt disney world opened in 1975 it has the Mm -hmm. 1977 starport 77 for disneyland it has i want to say 89 something around there for Mm -hmm. uh hong kong and then tokyo is on there as well
0: interesting
1: pretty exciting that's what i i think that's pretty cool probably just because that was where i first worked like i distinctly remember yeah. yeah space mountain everything about it
0: yeah love it well matt as always what a pleasure thanks for chatting with me my pal
1: oh always a pleasure
0: well let's talk again soon we'll talk about guess what disney related stuff
1: that's what we always talk about so i'd be surprised I mean, I if it, it, it was anything different yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right matt we'll talk to you later
1: all right bye bye
0: Well, what an enjoyable episode of Blast from the cast. I may be biased, but I had a great time talking to Matt. I always do. He is quite an encyclopedia of Disney knowledge, and he gives me a run for my money, that's for sure. But uh, it's also good just to reminisce and share our backstage stories and things like that. So I hope you all enjoyed hearing that conversation as well. And if you happen to enjoy that conversation so much so that you felt compelled to leave a review for this podcast, wow. That'd be really nice of you, but for real, um, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment to hop on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever other ones there are, I'm sure there's plenty, um, please, please feel free to leave a honest review because I would love your feedback, what you're liking, what you want more of, what you want less of, uh, honestly, any, any honest feedback, um, and also just to know that There's people out there listening. I know there's a few of you, and I appreciate each and every one of you. You're my friends. You wanna be my friend? I don't know. That's kinda sounded a little Mr. Rogersy. Not a bad thing. What a great man. I'm gonna shut up now and end this podcast.